0: Friendshipping is part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative.
1: And this episode is sponsored by the Mighty Mighty Iron Galaxy. We make lots of games. You might even like a few. Follow us on Twitter at i2theg. All righty. Ready? Uh. Yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jen and I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping. Friendshipping. And today's theme is Bro Workers How Corporate. <laughs> Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. Do friendship at the problem.
0: This week's theme is how to do friendship at work.
1: And that is so complex. It really is. It is, and it was really easy for me and Jen because we kind of had something going on before we started working together.
0: We did. We did, we did have did. something going something on. Something
1: going on. <laughs> but, um, but for people who met at work or people who've worked together at work for a long time, that can be a, a complex process if you want to be friends with your coworkers and turn them into bro workers. And in fact, the term bro workers is a term that I stole from my old coworker Jason. Uh, who is really nice, and he's a bro, and you can follow him on Twitter at at jcscott51, and he talks about sports all the time, but uh, we're still tight, so I think I actually have some authority in how to stay friends and keep friends at work. Nice.
0: Fabulous. Should I read the question? Yes, please. All right, question number one. I'm a lady without a lot of in-real-life lady friends. I recently gained a new coworker, and it seems like she has similar likes and interests as I do. How do I do friendship at her when I'm afraid of rejection, and how would it affect our work relationship? What's a good no-strings activity or invite to start? Help.
1: This person is coming from a really good place because if this new coworker is new... That already invites a lot of opportunities for her to, like, show her the ropes and, like, show her around and, like, oh, there's this really great place you can get burritos. It's called Chipotle. Maybe we're gone. <laughs> like, like she can there, – there are opportunities there already. So, that's really, really good. You are going to do fine, in my opinion.
0: Right. This this is applicable to the question, but it also is, is broader just for anyone who wants to make friends at work. Do's and don'ts of how to do friendship in the workplace. By Jen and Trina, Friendshipping. <laughs> 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 All right. So, let's start with uh, – Uh, The don'ts. Let me start?
1: Yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Don't use work time to do friendship. That sounds contradictory, but work time meaning literal you should be doing work right now. Right. Uh, You could get in trouble or your friend could get in trouble. And you shouldn't use work resources like company-wide email to do friendship at each other. Just assume everything you write in an email will get read by your boss aloud to the rest of the office.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that is definitely a thing. Most workplaces, all of your emails are going to be tracked by somebody. I'm actually... I've broken this rule so much. (laughs) I've broken this... Not like recently... At my job right now. <laughs> but like uh, in the past, like, I've, I mean, I've done a, a lot of that. And I think that it, it actually probably negatively affected me. It does have negative. It does. It does. It
0: can affect your, like, standing at work. But just be careful what you put in an email. And if you do want to invite like the whole office to something, just check it with management or someone or HR, or your supervisor, or somebody that you can that you have permission to send a group invite.
1: There are places that have very structured environments. And uh, you don't want to deviate too far out of that. We can't tell you to do that because we don't want you to get in trouble. Yeah, that would suck. That would be terrible. Also, if you're going to um, use corporate email against what we've told you, yeah. uh, just be really careful of the reply button oh god yeah (laughs) (laughs) so in the next don't don't make yourself unavoidable so there are plenty of benign reasons to not want to be friends with somebody at work you might just want to seem like somebody who's all business you might just want to be able to focus and not have social obligations tossed into your work life so whatever you do just be aware of the soft no and you have to make sure that you're giving this person space to go her own way So like if you're befriending a stray kitten, you don't corner that kitten into an actual corner and look like a giant gangly other species monster. No, you want to give the kitten room to run away if they don't want to be cornered by you.
0: Right. It's like when you meet a dog on the sidewalk, you put your hand out so the dog will sniff it. You don't immediately hug the dog.
1: I really like that you did a dog metaphor and I did a cat metaphor. Yeah, it's perfect. (laughs) Covering our
0: bases. Some more do's now. Do offer to help this person with stuff if you have time to spare. Don't, like, kill yourself helping someone else get adjusted to the workplace. But you said this person is a new coworker, so that means there is stuff they don't understand about the workplace. Show
1: them how to use the coffee machine. Yeah. Show them how to use the other, weirder coffee machine. (laughs) Show them where you take naps. Show them where the quietest bathroom is. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's always, like, a bathroom for pooping and then, like, your regular standard bathroom. Show them where the poop bathroom is. (laughs) super handy but i totally agree with jen like it's only if you have time to spare because you don't want to come to resent how much time you've spent on this friendship especially if it like doesn't work out (laughs) right like don't yeah
0: that would be awful right um so for this friend, and for new people that join the workplace, say hi to anyone you don't recognize in the office. Do I think, say hi. Yeah, I think people neglect this a lot because people automatically assume they should already know each other somehow. Yes. There's like this awkward like, I don't recognize you, but you're here in the office, so I feel like I should just say hi. Seriously, get rid of that awkwardness and just say, Hey,
1: I'm Jen. Yeah, I'm Trin. <laughs> this, this is, is friendship. <laughs> <laughs> really oh cute. God. <laughs> So do make friends who are on the same step of the corporate ladder as you are. That seems very narrowing, but it's not that you can't be friends with your boss or you can't be friends with somebody who uh, directly, what's that word? Answers to? Answers to you, yeah. Yeah. It's just that it's tricky. So if you are trying to be friends with somebody who you are the boss of, they can't really say no to you. Yeah, never forget that. That's hard. And that's something that you have to kind of feel out over time. People are people no matter what job you have and people want to make friends and that's great. But it is very tricky when you are in authority or somebody has authority over you and you don't have the ability to say no
0: without consequences. Something else that's important, keep in mind the environment you work in. Mm -hmm. Some places are just not conducive to making friends. Like you could be isolated in a cubicle all day and it's not easy to even have like the most basic of hellos to people. Or it could be the opposite. I worked at a place a couple of jobs ago where everyone was talking to people all day long, and there was lots of interaction, lots of conversation as part of their like, job daily, every day. And that meant by lunchtime, people wanted peace and quiet, and they would like, put their headphones in and like zone out. <laughs> you don't want to go up to somebody who has headphones and is eating quietly and like, watching Netflix in the corner and be like, friendship?
1: Right. <laughs> headphones yeah. is the universal no. Yeah,
0: respect the fact that people need their space at work, especially at work.
1: Sometimes I just put on headphones so that people will not talk to me. Right. There's nothing playing. It's not plugged into yeah. anything. And the <laughs> an eavesdrop. <laughs> yeah, an eavesdrop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I had a friend who was a teacher, and uh, she told me she avoided the teacher's lounge because it was full of negativity, and it really bummed her out. It was full of people who, who gossiped about each other, and that's true of any workplace, really. Right. And that kind of scenario is just not good for building friendships with people. So if you see a situation like that, I would avoid it.
1: Yeah. 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 You don't want your shared interest with your new friend to be complaining or gossiping. Yeah. If you've already started on that, I mean, you can turn this into something positive. Like, that's not super hard. But if if the only thing that you have in common is kvetching about your, I don't know, your responsibilities or the quality of the cafeteria pancakes, (laughs) that's not going to be conducive to a real friendship. You are making a work friendship. You're not a bro worker. You are a work friend. Yeah. So this asker also asked, how is this going to affect their work relationship if she is rejected? Think about it the same way that if you tried to make a friend in college. Sometimes it worked, and sometimes it didn't. And sometimes there's really benign reasons for somebody not wanting to be friends with you, like we listed earlier. Just don't internalize or process that rejection as something that reflects negatively on you. There are so many outside circumstances in a work friendship that are playing in that have nothing to do with you as a person?
0: Chances are that has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Yeah. I know it might feel impossible to believe that, but it's true. Like that person has a whole other life and maybe a whole a lot going on at work. And just because they didn't immediately connect with you Or you got the quote rejection. Like, it really doesn't say anything about you as a person.
1: The best way that you can have, like, rejection or, like, a soured friendship not affect you at work is to do what we mentioned earlier and always give them an out. Be the human to the startled kitten or the new dog on the street. (laughs) Always give them an opportunity to walk past you. Be cordial, but, you know, without
0: taking anyone's time. Yeah, and move on with your life. Move on with your damn life. So, good activities
1: good activities for new work friends so group ha- hangouts i will always talk about group hangouts going karaoke <laughs> that comes up like, once an episode once an episode <laughs> even though you don't like karaoke. i don't like karaoke but it's such a good activity i sometimes i've gone karaoke and not actually saying like so many times oh me too
0: almost always that's what i do right like yeah. i'll like,
1: get some french fries and a drink and just like watch people have a great time and like yeah. talk to people and and <laughs> cheer and cheer like that's the best part of karaokeing is like pretending to be a fangirl for everybody who's singing i love that yeah (laughs) so group hangouts are always the way to go with new friends whether you are coworkers or anything and it can be really really true for work friends because you don't want to make it seem like a date because that is another thing that is difficult to navigate you don't want this person to think that you're trying to romance on them because that's so sticky
0: Oh, wow, I didn't even consider that trend. That's super smart. Yeah, Yeah. definitely go with the group hangouts. For
1: sure. So if you have a group of people you like at work, this can be really easy. You could just plan a movie outing or a happy hour after work. Happy hours after work are really, really common and not weird for you to suggest. And even just like stopping at everybody's cubicle and being like, hey, TGI Friday, 6 p.m., like do it. (laughs) But if she's really the only person you like at work... You can start super super small. So you say you've got some things in common. Uh, maybe you like the same kind of books, and you've talked about comics. Say that you're going to bring her one of your books. Lend her the book. I mean, bring her a book that you will never expect to get back because nobody gives back books. True. It's just a thing. True. Like, see if she wants to eat lunch in close proximity to you. You don't have to like go out to the aforementioned TGI Fridays. You can just eat your PBJs. Yeah, together. In
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said you have things in common. Like, interest, now it's time to exploit the hell out of them. Yeah. (laughs) I like Trin's idea of, like, just eating near each other. Or you could find a place near work to eat. So find a place near work to eat and be like, this restaurant looks great. Do you want to get lunch sometime next week?
1: Yeah, give them some time to plan ahead. This is, like, step 1.5. Yeah, 1.5. Like, step 1 is, like, the book is the, let's, I'm going to lend you my Battlestar Galactica DVDs. (laughs) And then you go to the restaurant. Yeah. Cool. I think you're going to do awesome. And like I always say, what you're already thinking about this person's feelings and you're already thinking about the worst-case scenario, which is you're going to be rejected. So you already have all of these scenarios in your head. Just remember all of them are fine. All of these things are survivable. Trying to make a friend and being rejected by that friend is something that I'm sure you've done before. Yeah. Everybody has. Everybody has. And you will be fine. And You seem very smart
0: because you want to do something that's no strings attached. So you already are thinking about not putting this person out or taking too much of their energy. If there's one thing I wish I had known when I was like getting jobs at like 19 and 20, it's that I wish I had known to try a little bit harder. I should have stepped out of my comfort zone a little bit more when it came to saying hi to people, stopping by their desks, that kind of thing. So I encourage you to do that, but especially because you already seemed mindful of not taking up their time or space.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go you. All right, next question. I like some of my coworkers, but I don't really want to become friends with all of them. How can I politely do friendship at the coworkers I truly get along with? This so, is fair. This is,
0: yeah, it is totally fair to
1: be closer to some of your
0: coworkers than others. Like, that's life, that's normal. Yeah. I mean, are you equal playing field with every single person you know? That right. would
1: be insane. You're not going to get along with all of your cousins. You didn't befriend everybody at your junior high school. Like, that's, that's fine. That's right. how, work, that's how um, uh, friend groups start.
0: There are things to be more mindful of because if you're in a workplace situation, you are in close proximity to each other every yeah. single day. So you do need to be extra mindful of how you go about this so you don't create tension or awkwardness.
1: Yes. So I, And I want just to expand on that. Like, just don't talk about group hangouts at work don't do it yeah if you are hanging out with two
0: people don't bring it up to the other person that sits near your cubicle
1: yeah like you're not gonna like sit around your cube and discuss like the rager you had at your boss's house last night Yeah, just don't bring it up that's the most adult thing you can do here is just shut the fuck up (laughs) you're in a secret society you're in Dumbledore's army You're not doing anything wrong. We're not saying, like, be secret because, oh, my God, you're a terrible person. But it's just to avoid other people's feelings. You just want to stay on the down low. So also, like, try to avoid social media. So just keep it sparse. So if you're all friends on Facebook, you don't want to be posting fun personal jokes and, like, inside jokes on everybody's Facebooks where everybody can see because then it's very obvious that you're excluding other people. And that sucks. It, it It's...
0: Yeah, it's hard. It, it does suck that you have to like monitor behavior a little bit. But I think it's worth it to prevent someone in the workplace from being sad.
1: Eventually, they're going to get wise to the fact you're all friends. I mean, that's not what we're saying, is that you have to like make sure that everybody, nobody knows that you're friends. Right. It's just that you don't have to Instagram every moment. Like, Get a Dropbox and share your pictures. Right. And I
0: assume while you're making these close friends with other people... You are still being very kind and polite to that other person, yeah man. yeah, I, I, that better be the case. I think it is.:
1: Yeah, they can't help that that they don't jive with you,' yeah. There's nothing wrong with that yeah well,
0: I mean, maybe maybe, maybe
1: you suck, maybe you're <laughs> terrible. maybe all, you and all your friends are awful, yeah <laughs> That's probably not true <laughs> but yeah. just just be cordial and be kind.: Right,
0: don't turn this into a mean girl situation where you all roll in on Wednesday's wearing
1: pink. <laughs> yeah <you> can't. <laughs> But you, that's not like you can't all sit at the lunch table together. It's just try your best to not appear cliquey, clicky, clicky having a click. <laughs> but be mindful that you are definitely forming a click. This is definitely what is
0: happening. Right, right. <laughs> and be cautious and mindful of when and how you ask your friends to hang out. Like, don't do it in front of them. It's fine and acceptable to ask one coworker to grab lunch with you without bringing the entire office. But it's not okay to, like, start an office bowling league and like leave one person off that email oh god that's so mean that is so sad like there are do's and don'ts here and if you can't measure that accurately ask what would make you feel shitty because it would probably make other people feel shitty too
1: yeah it might just not be worth the trouble to exclude them it might be worth it to have that person that you don't get along with that well over oh god i made that person feel terrible yeah have empathy man just have yes Especially
0: if they're new to the workplace. You better be super nice to that person.
1: Don't completely close yourself off to the idea of being friends with your other coworkers. Right. Workspaces change a lot.
0: Like The people that you're BFF with right now will probably leave the job tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Everybody will be fired.
0: Yeah. And you are just doing yourself a disservice if you close yourself off to the idea of, I'm not going to be friends with the people that sit on that side of the office.
1: Yes. That's mean. Mm -hmm. Next Next question. question. Now that we're talking on the subject of leaving.
0: (laughs) Should I read it? Yeah, please do. I'm leaving my job in a few days, and I'd really like to stay friends with some of the people I worked with. I'm afraid we'll drift apart because we'll no longer have that one big thing in common. How can we stay pals?
1: Right off the bat. If work was the only thing you had in common, then staying in touch is going to be incredibly hard. Because it, just think back on your conversations with your coworkers. So, did you have outside interests, and and did you have things that you shared together, or when you were together and when you talked, did you mostly just like kvetch about shared work problems? And there's nothing wrong with complaining about work problems with your coworkers. It's just that that's not a very solid foundation for a friendship that's going to last.
0: Right. If you take the thing you have in common away. What are you going to talk about now?
1: You're going to have to find something to bond over now that you don't work at the same place, so you don't want to invite them out for coffee and then be like, "Oh, hey, let's talk about work," and then you can't do right. that.
0: <laughs> but this is a good
1: opportunity to
0: get to know someone in a new way.
1: Yeah. Um, so I, it's hard because, like, I I am saying like look back on the things you've already done, and so if you haven't planted the seed of yes, we both really like i don't know what do people like karaoke Karaokeing. <laughs> <laughs> we both really love karaoke and we started a karaoke league if you don't have that <laughs> like that's hard um but you will always have that thing in common you will always have like a common shared history which is really good right you you have a foundation to to make a new foundation thank you <laughs> <laughs> to dig out that old basement <laughs> and put in a new crawl space gross <laughs> <laughs> Crawl space. space is a terrible word. It sounds like a euphemism for vagina to me. It, me too. Good. Yeah. I'm really glad. Yeah. I was I was afraid I was going to say that, and you're going to be like, "Are you kidding me? Like, who crawls your vagina?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. So on that vag- vaginal note. <laughs> On that vaginal note, this has been Jen and Trin's Friendshipping, which is now on the Chicago podcast cooperative. You got it. Which I've said wrong almost every time except for this one, (laughs) which is the same cooperative that a fantastic podcast called Roboism is on. And you should look that up because it's uh, two ladies talking about... The coming robot apocalypse, I I'm really excited about that because I actually have really I want to befriend the robot apocalypse.
0: Trin, you wanna you want the rob robot apocalypse to happen? She's welcoming the apocalypse any day
1: now. <laughs> like I I really want to be friends with the sing- singularity. Did I tell you about the time that I did friendship at Siri? No, oh my god, beautiful. So I <laughs> this is a true story. I did friendship at Siri. I said to Siri like, please call me my friend instead of Trin. And Siri was like, cool, done, great, sounds good. Uh, my husband was like, oh hey, like into my phone. Siri, what do what do you call me? He asked Siri this, mm-hmm. and Siri goes, your name is Trin, but because we're friends, I get to call you my friend. True story. I have a screenshot of this, and I cry. Oh, beautiful. I know, man. So, like, long story short, listen to roboism, but take with a grain of salt because you can be friends with an AI. <laughs> I did it. Anyway, so this is Jen and Trin. You can follow us at Jen and Trin on Twitter. Uh, And uh, there are two N's in Jen. Yep. One N in Trin. And one N in Trin. And as always, if you have any questions for us about Wait a minute.
0: What does N stand for? It stands for not interested in this N conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It stands for no moving on. Questions at ask.fm slash gen and Trin. Same number of ends apply, same conversation applies. New friendship
1: at the problem. Now, congratulations. You've listened to an entire <laughs> episode of Jen and Trin. The mead halls will ring with songs and tales of your valor getting through to the end of You this. made it. You did it, <laughs> you hero of Ferelden. beautiful